Everything is based on the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder and chair of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Om Today's topic is an eye for the good. I think you'll agree with me today that too many people are focused on what's wrong and not enough people are focused on what's right. A lot of people have a habit of seeing the negative. They can go into a brand new, beautifully decorated house. Instead of seeing the thousands of things that are right, they'll point out the one small scratch on the floor. They're drawn to the negative. They don't see the rose, they see the thorn. If you want to see something wrong in this day and age, which we call Kali Yuga, the winter season of the cosmos, you don't have to look very far and you don't have to look very long. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells Arjuna, in this material world, every endeavor is covered by fault if this fire is covered by smoke. You'll never find a fire without smoke. Raise your hand if you ever saw it. Even the smokeless wood, it's not 100% smokeless, I'll tell you. I know that because I've done a lot of fire sacrifices. It's not smokeless. Maybe less smoke, but it's not smokeless. <laughs> Just as you'll never find fire without smoke, you'll never find any endeavor in this material world which is not without faults. It's just inbuilt. It's just the nature of this material world. We recently went through a several months process of getting approval from our upcoming color festival on March 26 and 27th from the Utah County Sheriff's Office. They put so many conditions on and on. Have to have a security person for every 250 people. We have to count the people and stop them from coming in. We reach a certain maximum number. Submit a plan for dealing with lawbreakers, plan for dealing with troublemakers, another plan for evacuation, another plan in case there's a shooter, a parking plan. There's nothing wrong with any of that. It's always better to prepare for a worst case scenario. We've all experienced through the news that in this day and age, any terrible, previously unthinkable thing is possible. And yet, there was a point at which I got the feeling that the Sheriff's Department would be happy if something happened. <laughs> Just to be able to say, I told you so. <laughs> and it didn't even seem to be on their radar that this is a festival in which drugs and alcohol and even cigarettes are banned. The names of God are chanted all day long. It's on church property. There's cruelty-free food, vegan, vegetarian food. The attendees in the festival is famous all over the world for being friendly, accepting, and loving. Their problem is they were only looking at the downsides, not all the good things it brings to the community. They're only thinking of what bad thing could happen, all the things that could go wrong. And I realize that's their job. And we're happy to comply with all of their plans and maps and conditions, but I also realize there's truth to the old saying, if you think something bad's going to happen, it probably will. <laughs> Prabhupada, spiritual master, said this, the difference between a God-conscious person and a non-God-conscious person is like one is like the bee and the other is like the fly. The bee is always attracted by the honey and goes to where there's flowers. On the other hand, the fly is attracted to open source. So those who are devotees are attracted by the good qualities in other people 
and they overlook or at least minimize their faults. Devotees, God-conscious people are by definition friends to everyone, even the animals, and thus they live their life sublimely. So we have a choice, each and every one of us, we can develop an eye for the good, or we can develop a critical eye. Now this is especially important in relationships. You can train yourself to see people's strengths or their weaknesses. You can focus on what you like about your spouse and magnify that, or you can focus on what you don't like, the things that annoy you, and magnify those. And if you do that and you're not careful, you can easily slip into the habit of not seeing anything good. You stop seeing all the good your spouse does, sacrifices, support, and you get to the point where you've forgotten the reason why you even got married in the first place. Let me tell you, if you have a negative attitude, it'll poison your relationships. You won't want to communicate, you won't want to do things together anymore. So our suggestion is make a switch, if that describes you. Start appreciating people's strengths and downplaying their weaknesses. We all have habits, except for me, that can get on people's nerves. The key is, what do you multiply? Sometimes we're critical, we nag, we make big deals out of small things. You know, you never take out the trash. You never spend time with me. You're always late. Now, it might interest you to know that in the traditional vihaha, marriage samskara ceremony, during one section, both the bride and the groom vow in advance not to be critical of each other. They predetermine not to see the bad in the other, but to magnify and glorify the good. They make a vow to magnify the virtues and minimize the faults. During the marriage ceremony, it's good for the husband and wife to chant this prayer together. This is for the half-man, half-lion incarnation. We always chant, in fact, at the end of our ceremony. But we can chant it a second time today if you're willing. Now this mantra, chanted during a wedding ceremony, will not take away someone's faults. To be honest with you, nothing can do that. But he will take away the destructive habit of critical thinking and seeing. So to those who chant this mantra, it's very helpful in developing an eye for the good. Some of you just already know it, chant it together. It is a fact that people, like seeds, blossom, 
grow, and thrive in an atmosphere of praise. Those of you who are wives, try this out next spring. Instead of nagging hubby about how he never mows the lawn, how he never helps around the house, yada, 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 try this. Tell him how good he looks out there pushing the lawnmower <laughs> without his shirt, muscles rippling in the sunlight. You do that, and I'll bet you he'll be out there mowing the lawn every single day. <laughs> What's the problem with all of this? Now, we think the problems with our spouse, with our boss, with our coworkers. No. Wrong. Problems not with any of that. The problem is in us. It said, when looking for faults, use a mirror and not a microscope. I'll tell you one lady. Every day, she looked out her kitchen window into the neighbor's yard and saw that the neighbor's clothes on her line, apparently, were dirty and dingy. She told her husband over and over again, that lady doesn't know how to wash clothes. I wonder if she uses detergent. Can't believe she lets her family wear those dirty clothes. Day after day, she made these negative comments. A few weeks later, she looked out, and lo and behold, the clothes next door were bright, Sparkling, she called out, Honey, George, come look. The neighbor lady finally learned how to wash. I wonder what happened. George said, I got up earlier, cleaned that window. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you see negatives everywhere you turn, the problem is probably not external, it's probably internal. It's a dirty heart problem. Maybe, just maybe, it's not the world that needs to change. Maybe it's I who need to change. Maybe I need to break the habit of seeing the bad and not the good. Maybe I've trained myself to be cynical and sarcastic. If I'm constantly finding fault, maybe my own filter is dirty. Now the best Windex recommended by Nichiren and Chaitanya for cleaning the mirror of the mind is chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram. Ram, Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Ram. Now, if you want to sidestep or avoid this principle, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Your unclean heart is going to go with you wherever you go. You have trouble on one job because you don't get along with a coworker, so you leave that job and go to another thinking you'd solve the problem. Well, Krishna's going to give you two co-workers at that next job that you're going to have a problem with. <laughs> and you can go through your whole life never living up to your potential unless you deal with the essential problem cleaning the heart. I heard about a hyena one day fell into a vat of blue dye. came out blue when the other jungle animals saw him. They thought he was a god. They gave him a throne, they worshipped him, they served him. He got puffed up, arrogant, and began to see himself as deserving kingship over all the animals. One day, he heard a pack of hyenas nearby emitting their characteristic sharp yip, 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 yip sound. The hyena knew he shouldn't give himself away by yipping like them. The urge was too strong. <laughs> he just couldn't help himself and he started answering his call. Yip, 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 yip. Now when the other animals saw their king was yipping like a hyena, their illusion was a spell. They realized it wasn't the lie. It's just a hyena that had fallen into a bad blue dye.
<laughs> now, people are quick to judge, to find fault, to be critical, especially if someone's not their skin color, their gender, their ethnicity, their educational level, their background. They can go on and on and on and on. Well, if I were them, I'd never wear those clothes. If I were them, I'd never send my kids to that school. If I were them, I'd never drive that car. If I were them, I'd never take a vacation in this economy. Well, here's the key. You're not them. You don't know what you'd do because you haven't walked in their shoes. How someone spends their money, kind of a car they drive, where on their vacation, can I respectfully tell you? It's none of your business. I have a hard enough time, I don't know about you, trying to run my own life. I don't have to run everybody else's life. And one of the best ways that you can keep your mind clean is to mind your own business. And one of the best ways to mind your own business is to honor God by regularly and daily chanting His holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Avoid being a nosy person. Nosy people are critical people. I heard a rather Sunday service one week. A preacher was talking against drugs. There were two older ladies in the front row just nodding at each other, shouting, tell it, preacher, tell it, preacher. Yeah, go, preacher, go, preacher, go. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And the preacher started preaching against alcohol. Yes, tell it like it is. The devil is in the drink. And then the preacher started to talk about gossiping, being nosy, spreading rumors, and all that was displeasing to the Lord. And the ladies got real quiet. They looked at each other. One leaned over and whispered in the other's ear, Now he stopped preaching. Now he's just meddling. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? We want all the juicy details, we want the latest scoop. Not so we can help the person, no. We just wanna hear something juicy, some tidbit we can pass on to his friends. Did you hear about so-and-so? I can't believe they did that. No, no, no. Our attitude should be, I didn't hear and I don't wanna hear. It takes two to gossip. I'm not going to pour gasoline on those flames. When you come to me with the latest scoop, I'm going to pour water on that. It stops with me. My ears are not garbage cans. Thank you. Hare Krishna. If your friends are critics, gossips, fault findings, you need to find some new friends because you don't want that to rub off on you. It is said, whoever gossips to you will gossip about you. I don't know about you, but I'd rather be lonely than be poisoned. I'd rather be lonely than let so-called friends keep me from God's higher purpose for my life. Well, true, if I walk away, they'll talk about me. Let me tell you a secret. They're already talking about you. They'll talk to you about others behind their backs They'll talk about you to others behind your back. Bottom line is, Krishna of God will not promote a critical spirit, someone who sows discord. I may not agree with someone, but I'm not going to go around bad-mouthing them. I don't know about you, but I need Krishna of God's protection in my life. Don't pick on people. Don't jump on their failures. Don't kick them when they're down. 
don't criticize their faults. Unless, of course, you want the same kind of treatment in your life. Goes around, comes around. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. These things have a way of boomeranging back to you. You sow the wrong seeds. Don't be surprised then if you get the wrong things maturing, harvesting, showing up in your life. A lot of people nowadays, they build a whole lifestyle around negatives. Instead of lifting a finger to do anything positive themselves, there are people who make a career out of criticism. And as for me, I don't claim to be perfect. Not every statement, not every deed, not every mood I have is perfect, but I do know that I'm working to the best of my ability to do what Krishna's called me to do. Now, if you look at the log in your own eye, rather than get preoccupied with the specks in everybody else's eyes, can I tell you, you're gonna have a whole lot less time spending being critical and judgmental. That's what landed us in this material world in the first place. That's why we left, because somehow or other, we managed to be critical of the kingdom of God. We found fault in Krishna's kingdom. Now, ask yourself this, if that's why we left, do you think that he's gonna let us back in unless and until we change our fault-finding mentality? Now, it's important to note that though we were critical of Krishna on some level, he never stops wanting to rehabilitate us, to bring us back, to do good, to bless us. He doesn't take offense at our offenses. Krishna, God excuses us, just as the Father excuses the peevishness of his small son. He can't wait for us to get right with him again so that he can then cause the blessings to flow. Now let's be the same as our maker and resist the temptation to pay back our enemies in kind. Let's not fall into that trap. Devotees are well-wishers of all living beings, even the animals. Thank your enemies and critics. Why? Because the more they talk about you, the more you have the opportunity to take the high road by not paying them back. They're not stumbling blocks, but they're stepping stones. We're asking you today not to have a critical spirit. Even if people are critical of you, follow Krishna's lead and take the high road. This human form of life is to clean our hearts, keep them clean. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Our business is to see the best in everyone, to see the good in every situation. Learn to keep open to the good, close to the bad. Magnify the strength of others. Don't dwell on their weaknesses. Be interested in others' good qualities and not their faults. Let's wipe away judgment, wipe away criticism, wipe away fault-finding. Let's make up our mind that these will no longer cloud our vision. Let's go out of here today with clean hearts, believing the best, seeing the good, minding our own business. If we can learn to see with eyes of love, the course of our lives will change. We'll overcome strongholds that may have held us back for lifetimes. We'll enjoy our lives more. We'll flourish. We'll feel greater joy, greater happiness, greater peace in this life. Next life, we'll go back to home, back to God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, 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 Rama,